It's about being yourself, being true to yourself, knowing yourself and being proud of who you are and not care about the judgment of anyone else. Do not wait. Do it right now. Start <laughs> today. People are rational in life and you need to somehow be irrational in order to start something and believe in yourself because there, there is a lot of competition. You never know what that step, where that first single step can take you and you'll never know, you'll always be in doubt if you never take it. And if they were able to do it, why wouldn't you be able to do it? Welcome to Live to Share, and I'm your host, Livia Han. I'm a life enthusiast who believes that the right mindset is all you need in order to live a fulfilled and happy life. In these episodes, I will bring you stories from myself as well as other passionate and inspirational guests whose stories will provoke the desire and drive within yourself to live in full expression. So welcome back to another episode of Live to Share. Today I have a very special guest with me, Marc-André Chagnon. I might have butchered your last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, just say, <laughs> just say Marc-André. Okay. Just say Marc, huh? Marc, okay, sounds good. Yeah. So, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, like what you do, kind of how you got started. So, just tell us your story. All right, well, first of all, um, I started a university here at UOttawa in management, and... uh, Oh, you're in Telfer as well, I didn't know that. Yes, I am in Telfer, (laughs) yeah, I am. I got into Telfer, and uh, beforehand, I was in in CJEP, it's called, it's in, uh, in Montreal. So, it's like a two-year program after high school where you kind of learn a little bit more about um, everything that has to do with, like, what's going to be in your program in college. And then you get into this, and then you get into into college. But beforehand, in CJEP, I had this idea of starting my own business. I really wanted to, and I, I thought about it for about two years. And then as I got into Telfer with all these people that are very motivated and entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial and all that yeah exactly it really got me thinking and during my first year of college I decided that I was going to do it and I was going to start my own business but I didn't know what yet Mm -hmm. and uh, when you start a business you need to you know focus on on a need something that needs to be that needs to be solved something that that people need to buy and want to buy but that is pretty intense to think about because there there are so many things out there to you know fill up our needs and stuff like that yeah. so that thinking of a brand new idea is pretty tough especially when you're a student mm-hmm. and you don't have all the time in the world because you have a lot of exams and all that and you're just you know so many thoughts in my head but then I was at the gym with a friend and uh, this guy was going to the gym basically like twice a day wow. he was really intense yeah he, he, <laughs> yeah exactly he was about it he was about it and he still is today he's uh, doing some competitions today so shout out Matthew but uh yeah and then he said I really want my shirt to say beast on it because I'm a beast at the gym and I want people to know about it. And that got me thinking like a lot. And uh, I was like, okay, so this guy wants his shirt to say beast on it because he's a beast at the gym and he wants people to see him and already know, even though he looks like a beast, that he is a beast. And I said, (laughs) if he wants to be recognized as a beast, others might want to be recognized as something else. It might be something that people want. So I told Matthew, what if I had a shirt that said Beast on it? Would you wear it? And he said, yeah, all the time. So I said, all right, perfect. And that got me thinking. And then I thought, you know, soccer players might want to be called, like, players or stuff like, stuff like that. Like, dancers might want to have dancer on them. And then people that are, like, funny might want to have funny on them. And then also, I thought that could, like, be applied to any sort of circumstance. Like, if, for example, in a marriage, you know, people could have, like, all these different titles about like their friendship with them with the bride and stuff like that or like you know corporate events or it could basically fit with any social situation that really got me thinking and then I started talking to people around me about it and everyone was thinking it was a good idea and then I figured 
I'm going to start a clothing line with the concept of adding your word on your shirt that describes you. So it's like a semi-custom clothing line because you choose your word. Yeah. And it will be an online business. And nowadays, it is so easy to start an online business. If you think about it, we have all the resources in the world to be able to create a content that could be sold internationally within a few... Well, I thought it was within a few days, but it was mm -hmm. actually within an entire an entire year of a lot of work. But I'll get to that There's afterwards. There's a whole process. There is a, yeah. a whole process because then... Anyways, I, I just figured with all the resources that I have, let's start this. And a clothing line is not that complex to start as a business. It's not like starting a, a real estate company or mm -hmm. starting a you know construction company. It's not it's There's not as hard to start. Yes, it, it's very hard to you know uh, succeed out of it because I'm not even there yet in my in my opinion. But what I mean is like it's hard to succeed in that field. But but starting it doesn't require like as complex of a you know pattern as yeah. others i don't know how to say it in english no, yeah. but anyways yeah also my care is french so like be conscious of that but he's yeah, doing great exactly all right <laughs> so basically yeah so so i started working on it during my first year of college and what i didn't want at that point was to have to manage stocks because as a student uh you don't want to be stuck with like boxes and boxes of clothes with mm -hmm. different words and all that because i can't figure out you know what a certain word that someone wants to buy maybe you know what i mean like people who purchase, it, it could basically be any word on the planet. So I yeah. can't really figure it out beforehand, even though there were some popular ones. So I had to produce one shirt at a time, which is pretty much impossible when you're just a student and you want to you wanna start a clothing line and then act with like the, you know, make deals with clothes providers and all that. It's very hard to produce one shirt at a time, but so producing one shirt is actually harder than having like a whole well yeah like, of course a bunch of fifty of course because then uh, your price is more expensive to create the shirt um, you need to create mattresses you need to create you know vectorize all the all the different designs and then it's always a different design on one single shirt and that you know raises the price of, of my production yeah. and stuff like that so it was really hard but then providers after providers after providers I fi finally found one that was able to do it for me and that believed in the idea How that happy I had. Were you? <laughs> oh, very happy. I was very, very happy. And uh, also, I really wanted my shirts to be produced in Canada. I didn't want to, yeah. you know, it, everything, Canada, you know, made in Canada, designed in Montreal. That's what I wanted that's cool. so that people know that they're kind of purchasing locally. I think yeah. it's very important to purchase locally, even though it rises the price of our production. But I'm OK with that. Mm -hmm. I'm very OK with that. So after a year of, you know, building the website with uh, some professionals that helped me out, figuring out exactly the pattern to create a way to distribute the clothes without me having to actually produce them and actually having stocks and actually having like an autom automatic system basically as in when someone purchases on my website the shirt automatically gets created with my bag and it my, goes straight to them and it goes straight straight to them it took me a year to build this distribution so as a student what's fun is i was able to be at school be able to do my studies and also manage my sales because i didn't physically have to produce the shirts and make sure that it was shipped and basically I only had to receive the email send out the application form for the order and then receive the confirmation email that it yeah. was shipped and received and then have the positive feedback from the customers obviously to backpack on what you just said so how did you find um like running a business and being a full-time student because you're a full-time student right yeah, exactly, yeah yeah so how did you manage that well, at first, it was actually all right, uh, because I'll be honest with you, starting an online business takes a lot of time before you actually become busy from it. At first, it's hard because you need to yourself work hard at school and on your business so yeah. that it grows. Because if you focus too much on school, 
the business won't grow. And if you focus too much on the business, your school grades are gonna go. Your grades are gonna go down. Mm-hmm. So at first it was very hard because it was I didn't know how much time I had to spend on each. Yeah. But then as Sichu grew a, l- a little more, and then I had you know customers regularly, and then had you know meetings regularly, and then you know had appointments out of it, and basically having other people working on that project with me and not me just being alone. Yeah. When it got to this point. It was actually easier to manage it because I had uh, clear schedules in in both. You know, it was like... So being able to like outsource to like different people. Exactly, exactly. What what happened is uh, I had to learn really how to... uh, how to spend my time correctly, yeah. basically, and how to manage my studies and, and the business. But it was all right at the, at the beginning. So the first few years were all right because I had a few customers a week. It was all right. All I had to do was manage these, you know, the marketing and the production of, of these few customers and, you know, dealing with them. But what happened is actually we released a new collection this fall, which was basically after the word collection yeah. came another collection, which was more like a street collection because people, instead of a word, sometimes were ordering our logo on the shirt. So we figured, well, we'll just make a collection that is more stylish, mm-hmm. more street style, because that's really what is popping right yeah. now, right? We'll be honest. So more in, in the street wear, wear industry. So we started this one, the second collection, and then came a collection that was really about uh, the city that I'm that I live in so Montreal so it was really about like the Montreal art what is popping once again in Montreal which was the insolence collection and I I had a lot of good feedback on that collection because people were really like talking about the designs like like they were never talking about them before and mm-hmm. I was receiving a lot of emails of people asking when is it going to be released and but I still underestimated it because in the last few years there were customers regularly but never too much that I couldn't handle school yeah. and the business but then what happened is, yeah, so I released it right before my finals because that's when we were ready <laughs> Good for choice. it. Yeah, exactly. On the 6th of December, actually. Oh my gosh. So it was more in the winter than the fall, actually. So. Yeah. So, but we worked on it all summer and then all fall. And then with all like, you know, the unpredictables that happened, we had to postpone, postpone, yeah. postpone. We wanted to release it in October, but it, there, there were too many Nothing details. ever happened. No, exactly, exactly. And then you have to... Being patient is actually a virtue that I learned through business. Like, you have to be patient. Things don't come overnight. So we had to wait a few months, and then eventually we were able on the 6th of December to release it. But then what what happened is basically everybody that had messaged me, all the strangers that had messaged me, people from out of Canada also, like in Los Angeles, I had sales in Colorado, I had sales in New York. It, it all happened crazy. at the same time. Yeah, it was really crazy. And then I was I was mixed mixed feelings between being happy about the fact that I have a lot of sales and and also wondering how am I going to do with, with my finals yeah. and this happening because it does take some time uh, per transaction for me also. It's mm-hmm. not that automatic. There's also time that I need to put in. And then I was receiving notifications after notifications of, of, of new sales. And I, yeah. was, I was really freaking out because my finals were coming up. So I basically at that moment, I kind of freaked out <laughs> and uh, I went straight one. home in Montreal. I went straight to my providers and I said, listen, I have a situation right now. Look at look at what's happening. It's not normal and I have a lot to do. And uh, so basically, we, we kind of rushed it all and we mm-hmm. said, okay, perfect. We're going to treat all the transactions at once. And obviously, but there were more coming. So yeah. I, I was honestly, I, I was kind of freaking out. <laughs> so I had to have like my parents at night studying my homework with me as I was treating all the transactions. Oh, because, shout out to your parents. Yeah, That's shout so out to sweet. my parents on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my dad really rocked on one of, the, one of my projects. Um, I actually got a really good grade out of it. Like I, I did it myself, but my, my dad really helped me with he like the, you, yeah. the information search, you know, yeah. all the research before because I, I had to treat all the transactions and mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared for that. 
and then uh, and basically since then so since like a, a month ago basically since like the wow. sixth uh, yeah uh, there's been a lot of sales going on and i'm very very happy about it that's so cool thank you um i had another question so when you uh, mentioned like learning patience mm-hmm. so even like with starting this podcast like i had a bunch of like deadlines and i was like i wanted to like i wanted to upload it this day and then it ended up being like pushed and pushed and of course pushed. of course so like how did you end up like for someone wanting to start on something, would you say that it's more important to, like, have a deadline and, like, launch it on that day? Or do you think it's – and, like, just have your stuff out there? Or would you say it's better to take the time and, like, wait and see and, like – because, like, I feel like sometimes it could, like, go on for, like, longer. So, like, when it comes to, like, deadlines and things, how do you manage that? Yeah, well, that, that – yeah, okay. So that's a really good question, actually. Deadlines are – were my, uh, my worst enemies. So basically deadlines for school and deadlines that I would set for for my clothing line. The bad part about it is that, well, I mean, the difference is a deadline from my clothing line was a deadline that I imposed to myself as if deadlines from school, these won't change. These these are due, you know? So I had to prioritize school, unfortunately, uh, and really, really focus on on, on getting those studies done. And the deadlines for my clothing line sometimes uh, would not happen. Basically, I would always postpone it. So instead of postponing it, I would basically say something more general, like next week. Okay. Or, you know, well, next month is a little too general. So yeah. so you say next week and you really hope to have it done by the end <laughs> of the week. But also, uh, I, I realize that people are, people have judgment and, you know, people know that people that are interested in purchasing something and, and that they've been wanting uh, from my clothing line, they understand that I'm not Nike, you know, yeah. and that I am a student. I'm, I'm, I've been, you know, honest about it on mm-hmm. the on the Instagram. Um, I don't want them to suffer from the fact that I'm a student, though. I never wanted it, wanted them to, to suffer from the fact that I'm a student. So I always made sure that the deadlines were respected. But instead, I stopped promising and basically just just said, you know what? It'll come out when it comes out. And if they're really interested about it, they will be purchasing. What you can do, though, is leave them in the ignorance. When you're uh, what I learned, and that is something that I learned actually uh, this year. And it's a little late because I, I've been doing this for a few years now. But what I learned is that people, they like it when we are upfront with them. So if they know what's up, they're okay. Yeah. The fa- like if they understand something like that, there is a wait time, but that we are doing something about it and that we are informing them about it, they, they will most likely be okay with it. Uh, we've had some situation, you know, where, uh, where customers have purchased a shirt, but then the shirt was not available anymore for another three weeks. And then you realize, well we promised seven days shipping. So with a three week wait, what do we do? So sometimes we would, well, basically when you are honest with the customer about it and you tell them, listen, it's going to be three weeks. Now they know it's going to be three weeks and you, you inform them after two weeks, Hey, listen, there's a week left. And, and they know it. Yeah. They know that you care about their, their purchase and that you are on the case. So like keep, keeping them up to date and like keeping them up, up to date. That is how to summarize it. Yeah. Keeping them up them up to date and uh and that way people are most likely going to be happy with your service and they they won't complain about it and they understand that we are you know still small businesses yeah and that sometimes there are things that we can't control but in the end if they know they will receive the product they're okay with it yeah i think that's really important so something else um i'd like to know more about is so to like a little bit apart from your business just you as an individual who are some people or some things that in your life that's brought you to your business and like the place that you are today, like things that happen, like just growing up in general? 
Well, honestly, there are a lot of role models that we have nowadays because we have access to basically all the information in the world on our phones and we are always on you know, social media and looking at people that are doing similar things as we are. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that for your podcast, you've listened to many other podcasts yeah. <laughs> and, and you've inspired yourself from people of you know, course. who are doing what you are doing, basically. And, and that is pretty much what I did. So I inspired myself from, from many brands, uh, more than people, I'd have to say. Um, but I've went, I, I, I went to many conferences during my, uh, during my college years, mm -hmm. uh, conferences from, uh, successful entrepreneurs that, you know, had an idea, had an idea, basically went through with it and, and, and succeeded out of it. And that is motivation because if they did it, we can also do it. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. So that is, so that was my main motivation, but I can't like name anyone in particular because there are so many, but I can name brands that, that really inspired me, um. Well, mostly, actually, it's like a childhood dream to have a brand, I have to say, though. Yeah? Yeah, I would, in elementary school, I would, you know, draw logos and, and, oh. and think that it's my brand. And then it grew into, like, like high school, I was really into brands. And I, I always wanted to have my own because I feel like, as a brand owner, you, you, you get to you get to share a vision that you have, basically. Yeah. When people wear your brand, they share a vision with you. And I think that is great to be able to share a vision. They don't know you personally, but they share the same vision. I, th I think it's great because as humans, we have the power to cooperate with each other. And, I, yeah. and I, I think this is great. And I'm able to cooperate with many people through this and uh, with many of my customers. And I think, it's, I, I think it's great. That's basically why I started it. So back to your vision, what is your vision for this company? Like your brand or like not just the clothing alone, but like what message are you trying to bring out for the people who are buying your products and the people who are wearing them? Honestly, as it, as it, as it grew in the last three years, I think it's mostly becoming somehow a message of, not a message of peace, but a, a message of let's not care about all the small details in life and let's just enjoy the ride. That's basically that's where I'm at. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, that that's really what I what I want because me personally, that's how I see that's how I see life. I see it as like like life is life life is short and we need to enjoy it at the maximum and not care about all the small details that we find important but are actually not. In most cases, just just be careless of all the, the things that are not necessary to be worried about and just just enjoy every single day at the fullest. And that's basically what our, our new our new collection is all about. It's about being yourself, being true to yourself, knowing yourself and being proud of who you are and not care about the judgment of anyone else. So basically, yeah, that's basically what, really what like the that. message is now. So can you describe the role that like good work ethic has played in your success? Like was this something that you started off because like a lot of people say like when you want to be an entrepreneur when you start a business you have to be good at time management you have to be good at this you have to be organized all these other things do you think that you came into this with all of these assets or did you learn them along the way um i would say absolutely not um i am not <laughs> someone <laughs> yeah a perfect no i was never someone that was very organized and i've always been all over the place um i can't sit still for more than an hour and I can't think straight for more than a second. So basically, oh. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, I'm always uh, thinking about a thousand things at a time, and I'm always wanting to do a thousand things at a time. Mm -hmm. But I think that this, as much as it, it had to be controlled to a certain extent because now I really had to manage my time. Yeah. It was also a blessing because it allows you to really think about exactly a thousand things at the same time, and 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 always have new ideas coming up, and always be thinking of of, of ways to to. To innovate my idea mm -hmm. um, I really had to focus sometimes and, and tell myself okay today 
because it's not always fun in games, you know, like when yeah. we, when we have photo shoots, it's fun. It's, it's super fun days. And when we, when we go to even right now, like a podcast, this is really fun. You know, it, it's oh, fun so things to do. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, those are the fun things about it. I really enjoy them, but sometimes you need to sit down and do what I call the boring work. So that's like all the paperwork and all yeah. the, the filing and the government papers and, and on top of school, which is also a lot of paperwork mm -hmm. and, and you know about it, you're a, you're yeah. a tougher student also. So, so it was really about, you know, managing my time with that and, and telling myself, now you're going to sit down and you're going to do the boring stuff today yeah. because tomorrow is going to be a funner day. Yeah. You know, and, so and that at the end of the day, it's like worth it. Right. Oh, it's totally worth it. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of hard work. I'll, but the hard work, is not it, you don't really realize it in the end because at the beginning it, the beginning is the hardest because mm -hmm. you you need to tell yourself all right now i need to work and you're basically working on something that only you know about or care about at the moment but then you without even realizing it another person starts caring about it and another person starts caring about it and then other people are working on it and then some other people are interested in purchasing it and it's all happening but you don't realize it because you're always working on it yeah but in the end you look back and say, okay, all that work, all that work felt like it, it didn't do anything. But in the end, if you look at where you're at now and when you were, let's say, before those hundreds of hours of work, well, you realize that it, it did bring you somewhere. And mm -hmm. there is some, some things that, that came out of it. And you realize that this person, I wouldn't have met this person if I didn't start that. And I wouldn't have went to this event if I didn't start that. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have been invited to this thing without. And it's just, and then you realize that, by itself it becomes like a like a working schedule and and it's not you that manages your time anymore it's mostly like other people that are being involved in it and it's just a great feeling in the end when you start realizing it but it's hard to realize it yeah i can definitely testify to that because we met actually through this student talks event and yeah, i wouldn't course. have met you otherwise so like and now we're here which is really cool see and that um, was also a very fun event see like giving conference yeah, that was, that, that's also your speech what is awesome well thank you so much um, and actually one thing about your speech that stood out to me was your staircase analogy um how about you tell the audience a little bit about that Okay, well, that's actually in uh, in relations with what I was just talking about. Yeah. So basically, it's a the staircase is is the way that I I decided to see things in order not to get discouraged. Because when I when I had the, the idea at first of starting a clothing line, I I understood what it would take in order to to succeed in that field, and what it takes is a lot of hard work and a lot of innovation, and there's a lot of competition out there. So I was really discouraged because when you compare yourself to people who are already successful in your field. You're like, oh, wow, that is a huge step to climb, it's right? It's intimidating. Of course it's intimidating. And that's why uh, people get discouraged and eventually don't start ideas, right? But then I decided not to see it as one huge step because I couldn't jump that high uh, in order to get on this uh, on the huge step. And I decided to see it as a staircase, a staircase with, with many, 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 many small steps. But small steps are way more achievable than one, one big step. So you, you, make, you create yourself a staircase with steps that eventually will bring you to where you want to be, which is the final step. And as you're doing it, you never look further away from the next step that is obviously achievable because if you are on the small step right before, it's just another small step mm -hmm. to obtain, right? So I made myself a staircase and I decided to never look... No, it, it's all right sometimes to look at your goal and think, oh, that's where I'm at. Compared to my goal, like but that's where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, but it also it also makes you realize that after all this hard work, you're not on step one anymore. You're not on step, let's say, ten, which is your goal, or hundred, step hundred, which is your goal, but you're now on step eleven on a hundred, 
and that's that's something Dude, that much because, closer to getting there. well i don't know what's what step i'm on right now if i if i had to to to, to compare but i mean i'm, I'm far from where i want to be but mm-hmm. i'm definitely not at step zero yeah and i i, I when I was at step zero, I would have never thought that at some point I would have, you know, regular or regular clientele on my website and having people engage with me about my products and, and emailing us through our website, asking us questions about the shipping timing and, and, and you know, people that are interested in the idea that we have and, and, and the vision that we have and people basically purchasing also. This, yeah. it's, it's a great feeling having strangers purchasing things that we created is just I feel like a great it's like feeling. so surreal to see something that like you've worked for and like put so much time into like all come together and have people like actually like exactly. notice it and exactly. like, respond. Exactly, exactly. So so as as far as I am from my ultimate goal, I am still very grateful that before I was done my bachelor at Telfer, I was able to already have a solid base mm-hmm. and 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 have something to work with. I finally have something to work yeah. to work with. That's what I that's where I'm at now. I have something to work with. Well, congratulations. You've done a wonderful job. Well, thank you so much. Um so to anyone in the audience that wants to achieve a specific dream or goal, um like start a business like you, what would be one key piece of advice that you want to give them? Don't wait. Do not wait. Do it right now. Start <laughs> today. Um, if, pause if you this podcast, re- guys. Go start it right now. Go start it right <laughs> now. Just pause it and go start it right now. Don't. It, it's it's like having a child. You will never be. <laughs> no, honestly, you will never be ready to have a child. I think it just if you if you wait until you're ready financially and mentally, and you'll never be ready to have a child. You yeah. need to have a child when you think is the right timing. The right timing with a dream or a, a business or you know starting something of your own is basically you having the idea. So the second you have the idea, you're ready. You need to start right away because time goes by really quickly and days go by real fast. And before you know it, you, you wasted a month or you wasted a year. You need to start right now and you'll be very happy that you started when you started, uh, let's say a year later after all this hard work. I think that's a really good message to having like the right time being when you have that idea. Because like, I truly believe in, like, everything happens for a reason. So, like, if you have the idea, it's, like, you have that idea for a reason. You want to do this for a reason. Like, follow your gut. Exactly. Because if you follow your gut, what's going to happen is your idea or what you had in mind when you first started might diverse, but Mm -hmm. it'll definitely take you somewhere. It'll make you meet someone that you would not have met through this that will bring you something else in life that you might not realize it in the moment, but many things will happen because you decided to start it. Whether it happens or it doesn't happen, it'll take you somewhere. It'll take you in a direction that is something that is most likely a direction that you that is made for you. Cool. So obviously, starting a business from scratch is not easy. But what would be one of the biggest challenges thus far that you faced, and how did you overcome that challenge? Well, the biggest challenge is, uh, I, in my opinion, is the discouragement at the beginning. Honestly, because did you find a takes- lot of people like? discourage you or like just like not necessarily that people would discourage you but people are rational in life and you need to somehow be irrational in order to start something and believe in yourself because there there is a lot of competition out there so when you look at people who are succeeding better than you are in your field and and realizing that there are so many challenges ahead of you and knowing that results won't come until and until you well there's nothing that's sure you know results are never for sure going to arrive so it's really about never giving up and then with school on top of it and thinking that you know you're you're, you might be wasting your time on something 
instead of studying or instead of yeah. working on something else. Uh, there's always that, am I wasting my time question at the beginning. And it's really to overcome that and believe in yourself and never stop believing in yourself. Because even even right now, I could stop believing in myself and, and, and stop because I am very far from where I want to be. Like, I want to be honest about this. I'm really far from where I want to be. And there are still many, many times where I'm like, is this really all worth it? Is this really going to happen? I'm still in the doubt. But it's so really about overcoming that, that feeling and telling yourself that you are able to do it. How are you able to overcome that, though? Like, what keeps you going? Like, obviously, you're far from where you want to be. And that's I think that's a good thing because I feel like that's also something that would, like, keep you going. Like, one day you want to be here. But it's hard, like, to, like, every day wake up and be like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to spend my time on. Like, what what's that one thing that keeps you going? Um, once you worked on it for a while, like I said, you will have met people and you will have, you will have lived experiences that you wouldn't have without it. So it's really about looking back. And what I do is I take out a piece of paper and I basically write what, what I did or what I, what happened or who I met through this project. And that would not have happened without this project. And sometimes I realize that there are all life changing experiences and that there are many more to come if I don't, if I don't stop. Yeah. That, that is my trick in order to overcome that feeling. And also now that I have people, you know, engaging with me about the clothing line and about, you know, our new designs coming up and people that are anxious to purchase or like I look at I look at those messages and those those yeah. interactions and I'm, that makes it all worth it right now. But be before this happens, it's really about thinking what did I live and who did I who did I encounter and what life changing experiences did I, did I live because of this idea. And and it'll. It'll, it might convince you not to stop because you'll realize that there are many more to come and, and you'll be looking forward to these events. Yeah, I think that's something good to look forward to. So you previously said you sent this quote to us. Um, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Being envious of somebody else's success puts you in a negative state of mind. Instead, embrace, learn, and inspire yourself from it. So what specifically does this quote ring true for you? All right, well, the first part of the quote is actually not from me. The... A journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. That's from uh, a Chinese philosopher, actually. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, a very famous proverb, but it's it is so true because every step, every journey does start with a with a single step, and by that single step, uh, I'm coming back to right before when I said you know start now. Mm -hmm. um, it's mostly that it's it's make that step because the first step is the hardest, the step to to really start. And, and, and I think it's very important that everyone at least take that step in order to, for it to lead them into this journey of a thousand miles. Because you never know what that step, where that first single step can take you. And you'll never know, you'll always be in doubt if you never take it. And mm -hmm. I, I think it's better uh, an oh well than a what if. Yeah. You know, it's very, very tacky to Definitely. say that, but it's really, no, it's yeah, really true. it's cheesy, true. but it's true. It's cheesy, but it's true. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, um, in the rest of the quote, when I make 